amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threats. Happy Sunday, Liberty Defenders. Hopefully y'all had a welcoming weekend. And those of you that uh, participate in the little bunnies running around dropping eggs and stuff. Happy Easter. Uh, And those of you that are Christ followers. uh, Happy Resurrection Day. All that good stuff. Um, Hopefully it was a a great one. A blessed one. No drama. Drama free. But, you know, that's kind of an oxymoron because y'all listen to me. So, you know, there's got to be drama all five days of the week. We talk. There's got to be some sort of drama that we got. No, no, I'm I'm not the drama. I promise I'm not the drama. But the two people I got on, they are the drama. (laughs) They are the drama. They cause all the drama. I ain't got I ain't got nothing to do with that. I just know. You know what I'm saying? These are peoples, though. This is what we are supposed to do, because we are not supposed to adhere, comply or bow down to the status quo, because the status quo has got us where we've gotten gotten to at this point, because people just like having shoe leather for breakfast, lunch and dinner with a little extra salt and pepper on it every day of the week. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all y'all already know how this go go, go down this evening. Um, We're going to talk about. The old Perry conviction. We're going to talk about these uh, Democrats that was kicked out of the, the state house in Tennessee. And we're going to take y'all on down through there. So um, make sure if y'all ain't subscribed to this um, uh, Chasing Life, Liberty and Minarchy, make sure y'all doing that thing in the search engine, hitting the thing, hitting the subscribe button, coming on through like Kung Fu. Those of you listening on public radio here in South Florida. Appreciate you. You already know. Do turn that dial. You know where it's going to be at every single time. Just wherever you are locally, you know where it's going to be. We're going to be right there, right coming there for you. The rest of y'all in the live chat, I see y'all. I love y'all. Those of y'all in Southeast Georgia, Camden County, Glen County, Ware County, Charlton County, love you. State of Utah, love you as always. 
Now we're just gonna get it there. We we can, we got a lot to go through, and it's gonna be fire. So I hope y'all um got some Mylanta, some Pepto Bismol, and all that because we're gonna run y'all down through this thing real quick here. So for <laughs> let, let me tell you, let, let me go ahead and introduce these folk. You already know one of them already because. He, he used to do, uh, the show with us on Sunday with James Chief. You know, the, the, he's, he's, he's a writer on, on the good old Liberty Nation, the Red State. You know what I'm saying? And he's got his own little, uh, podcast going on at Fresh Perspective. Y'all know who he is. Mr. Jeff Charles. What's good, brother? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm excited. Easter. And, you know, people are wiling out on Twitter. Conservatives are showing their, True colors again, as always, and I'm always excited to talk about it. So I, I think this is, this is going to be fun. I, I am the I am the drama, you know. In the words of Walter White, I am the danger. So, <laughs> I'm looking forward to bringing it. <laughs> I hey, look, 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 look. What, what, wait, what exactly what he said? Because you know how we do, y'all. Y'all know how Jeff get down. Y'all's here with us on Sundays when we had the Sunday show. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know how we get down. So. Yeah. The next guest, she's been on here before. Um, she said some some cute things. Is she gonna hear to say some more cute things to us? You know what I mean? Kind of bust your clock a little bit wide open. You know how it goes. She 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 do be though. She got her own little thing going on here. A little thing called a Liberty or Else a little podcast. All that good stuff. She said she says the good things that we love to talk about on here. But she goes. She she goes in a lot of detail with hers also. So you know, y'all give her a listen too, Miss Donnie Dudon. Good evening. How you doing? Hey, you there, what's Donnie? Up, you guys? Hey, what's going on, sister? Yeah, what's I'm good. Here. I'm good. You know, I'm in the middle of nowhere, so the phone might drop a couple times. But I'll be back. See, and uh, See? you know, you may hear some. Y'all might hear some roosters in the background. Look, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm look, fantastic. <laughs> see, look, look, what we ain't going to do is have you all up through here on some on some Biden Internet. We can't be doing this. I see we on Biden I Internet. Think, but the thing is, everyone's everyone's over here tonight, so everyone's using the Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's like nine families over here. Oh, geez, it's all good though. It's all good. Though. I'm glad to have you on with the well, you know, with my main Jeff. We just gonna we're gonna run down through it here real quick. Uh, uh, whichever one of y'all wanna yes. want 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 to comment. Um, the Tennessee House expelled two Democrat. Two of the three Democrat legislators for a protest, and y'all on Friday know I already took y'all down through here and showed y'all showed y'all the deal. But what's your what, what's your opinions on, on that? What's going on over there in in, in your mind? I'll, uh, my opinion is, I'll, I'll start with the the fact that I don't really appreciate people trying to mimic other people from the past mm. and try to preach a message. And then to try to turn around and get praise from people who have no idea who those people really are. Um, that was, to me, that's a slap in the face. It's, in my opinion, it's worse than, what was it, blackface. When you, when you try to pretend and put on some character as if other people are characters to you, that's an insult to me. But I will say they shouldn't be expelling people uh, for, those, for those particular reasons because you have free speech in this country. But... 
my, my whole thing is I feel like everything is such theater. It just looks like I already saw this show before. I agree. I can, I can, I can roll with you on that one. I can definitely roll with you on that. One. It seems like it's, it, it's repetitive. It, it's, it, it, as I've talked about before, the tit for tat, right? It's the tit for tat that's happening right now. But, yeah, yeah. It, and, but, you know, it, again, I ain't going to go through the whole discussion. So I ain't going to bog down the conversation on that. But, you know, the thing is, is uh, I said before, right? That third legislator didn't get suspended by one vote. Then she walks out. Right. And she says, oh, it's because of basically she said racism, but she she, she should have just said it's because of white supremacy. Right. And I'm sitting here like, you know, like I, like everybody heard on Friday. She led these young men to slaughter. She knew it was wrong to do that and she could have stopped them mm-hmm. like, no, don't do that. That's against the Constitution of Tennessee. Don't do that. But she apologized. You know, she get off. Brother Jeff, what you got, man? Now, I was going to say, though, those two black men, those two black former lawmakers learned, I hope they learned, this very important lesson. If a white progressive woman is telling you to do something, don't do it. Don't mm. follow her. <laughs> if she's not going to deal with the consequences, your black ass is. So I hope they learned that lesson because they got kicked out and she got to stay. And that was just special. I mean, it's just so special on the part of Republicans who are always saying, oh, we're not racist, we're not racist. Well, I mean, <laughs> you gave them the optics, though. I mean, you yeah. gave them those optics right when your state is trying to use eminent domain to steal land from black farmers. Like, it's just Hello. not a good look, GOP. And I'm not saying race played into that decision, because I don't know much about it. I'm just saying that the optics were bad. Now, should they have expelled these lawmakers? On one hand, I say, you know, they were elected by their constituents. That is the voice of the people. On the other end, I'm saying they were uh, advocating for some unconstitutional stuff. They were trying to enact mm-hmm. more gun control laws. They were trying to crack down on the, the right to keep and bear arms that is against the Constitution. So if there is going to be a justification for doing something like that, then perhaps that would be it. And yet they were elected by the constituents, but constituents don't get to violate your natural rights one of which is the right to, to life and the right to defend that life. So if I had to choose, I, it, it'd be tough, but I don't really care that they, that they were expelled. They'll get elected again if their constituents uh, really want them. The other thing, too, is that the Republicans, that, that's not why they expelled them, though. <laughs> the Republicans expelled them be, because they staged a protest on the floor. If it had been for something else, like, say, if they wanted to advocate yes. for, I don't know, the, the the government to build a park or, you know, or, or housing or something like that, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal to me. I would just say, no, they shouldn't have been expelled for that. The only thing that makes me kind of lean that way is because they were trying to advocate for something that goes against people's uh, natural rights. So uh, the whole thing was just a cluster. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see other state legislatures that are dominated by Democrats start doing some of the same thing and saying, hey, well, y'all did it in Tennessee. We can do it here. You know, it's just like Republicans say, oh, we're going to start prosecuting Democrats because of what you're doing for Trump. And I don't believe for a second that they're going to. But it's just people are there's a lot of speculation out on the national political stage that I have to keep an eye on every day of talking about whether this is going to become a tip or tap thing. So that'll be very interesting to see. I kind of hope that it happens because, again, it's just going to show it's going to further show how stupid, how corrupt 
and how ridiculous our government is, and maybe that will move people closer to saying, you know what, maybe we should try something different. I heard about this liberty thing. Maybe we should check that out. Instead of <laughs> to pop up these morons that we elect in our state legislatures, the federal legislatures, and even city councils. Right, and, and, and I'm going to kind of reiterate what I said on Friday about this thing, because I kind of I broke this thing down. I know we have some new listeners that, that's coming through and listening to us right now, right? My, my thing is, is, when you when you put up your hand, right, and no matter how flawed that constitution is, we all have talked about how flawed it is, right? Um, they put their, they swore they swore an oath to uphold that document and the federal document, right? Now, in that document, it specifically says disorderly behavior, right? Now, what people have done, y'all watch this. People, what people have done is conflated protest with demonstration. This is what they've done because the actual legal term, right? The legal definition for protest is a formal declaration made by a person interested or concerned in some act about to be done or already performed and in relation thereunto, whereby he expresses his dissent or disapproval or affirms the act to be done against his will or convictions. The object being generally to save some right, which would be lost to him if his implied assent could be made out. That says nothing about demonstration. It says, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to use my applied assent to dissent against what you're doing. That doesn't mean jump up and down and have bullhorns. That's what the legal definition of a demonstration is. It specifically says in the Tennessee constitution protest. See, this is the, the, they, 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 they expelled them on a legality. That's, that's what they did. Right. And they were perfectly right for that because you your disorderly behavior, you're you're creating a disturbance on the floor while you're in official proceedings. Right. That's that 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 right there in itself. But people, they want to take it like again, people conflated or conflating protest with demonstration. Right. The demonstration. Right. Is the outwardly the action. Right. Like, let's say a a a, a, a march like like the the march for life, right? That's a demonstration of dissent to abort the right to abortion, and the same thing with the pro life when when they do the whole march for 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 uh, pro abortion, right? They're marching because they're dissenting against certain groups that want to get rid of abortion. So that that's my thing is, oh, yeah. Well, Yo, go ahead, go brother. Ahead. No, you good. Go, go. I was going to say, see, I was going to say, I, I, but I kind of, you know, and, and it may go against what the, what the law is, but I kind of like the idea of going into a state capitol and getting a little rowdy, not necessarily being violent and tearing things up and attacking people. You know, if, if, if they were doing this for, like, defending our rights, then I would probably be more lenient towards them because when the government does violate your rights, I, I think it's warranted to get a little rowdy, and maybe that's why they passed that. Maybe that's why they worded that law that way, because they can make it illegal. Plus, there is the other thing, and I, I know we're going to get to the other subject and talk about this. But right. if that had been a bunch of MAGA people up in there acting like that, and you had some uh, quote unquote MAGA Republicans who were leading it. They wouldn't have gotten expelled. I and, doubt that they would have. And, 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 you, and you know, you know, Jeff, you know we equally apply principle, right? 
I would have called that yeah. out immediately. Like, no, mm -mm, yeah. you did violate that. Sorry. We, we can't because, yeah. you know, because we, we, we're getting to a point where we, we, we're, we're, we're just upholding constitutions and, 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 and state statutes. Right. Right. That should be applied equally. Yeah. Right. It, it, mm, yeah. That that's just where. Yeah. They got him on a technicality. Yes. But you know, say I understand where everybody else is coming from on that. But I'm like, again, right. I'm like, we just can't randomly just go violating constitutions. We just can't vi keep violating those rules because, again, right, violating those rules has got to swear. It got us a president that's in office, right? Mm -hmm. Not going to go down the election fraud thing. You already, we've already hashed over that as a country for the last 99,485,000,000 octillion years. We're not, we're not going through that, right? But bastardizing that constitution and uh, withering away the, the rights of the people, the will of the people, is what we continue doing when we, when we pick and choose. And Rod and Jeff, I feel like a lot of things with demonstrations and protests, a big issue is like a lot of them don't have any real direction. They start losing their their value, their meaning. Like you know, I, when I'm like, okay, I see people actually up there fighting for their rights, you know, and they're defending their actual their community. That's different. But when I see people up there fighting someone else's agenda. And you know, like what kind of people come together to argue to lose their rights? I mean, hello, and and and, and put on these displays. This is insane to me. It's starting to lose. Um, the thing is, protests can be very powerful if it's real and people really believe in these things, and they're actually trying to defend something that belongs to them. Instead, these people are out here doing these things on behalf of someone else's agenda. And it starts to lose a, a meaning and appeal of what it means. And that's why I said earlier that it blows my mind and it disgusts me when you can't be your own person. You have to, you look at someone else as a character and you decide to play it, you know, to, to push, to push your narrative as if everyone's dumb. It's like all this stuff loses meaning. Like when I go to the Capitol, when I first saw that stuff going on, I said, that's bullcrap. I think this is fake because all these armed security guards I went to, I haven't been to Tennessee's, but I've been to Texas, I've been to Georgia's, Kentucky's, and Oklahoma's recently. All got, all got armed police officers. They're blocking um, the armed officers at these sessions. If they want order, I feel like they, they, would have, they would have order. And this would have made no big fuss or big news because people are afraid of people with firearms. But all that stuff, all that hoorah and stuff I saw, and everything even with January 6th, it's like this stuff starts losing meaning when you start calling people insurrectionists who aren't really – insurrection is not bad, right? This is how our country was founded. Um, when you yeah. start having people who aren't even, don't even know what they're fighting for, where you, what, what principles and values are you actually fighting for? Are you just fighting for one faction's side, and you're repeating what your master is telling you to say? Yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right, Ms. Donnie. I mean, in in, in a in a crazy twist of events, um, somehow uh, both sides of the political both political parties are fighting fighting for the same agenda. And the people that that are diehard partisans, right? As as you've heard me state, partisan hacksaws, right? Because they all parrot, right? That's all you hear every day on Twitter. They keep parroting what, what their favorite pundit has yep. said to them that day, right? And it's like, wait a minute. Wait, what? 
Wait, he just didn't Crowder just say that yesterday? No, you're repeating it, but I don't watch the media. Right, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the media, man. And I'm like, you just repeated what Crowder said, Ingram said, and Hannity said all at the same time. But you don't watch the media, though, man. Like, really? Oh, we just all think alike. No, sorry. So, so, so now you're saying you're you're being programmed. You got a micro. You've been microchipped. Your AI. Yeah, they, our <laughs> they, put this, they, they, they put this collectivism here. Americans are found people have an individualism. They have this collectivism mentality going on in our country, and it's just been taking hold and fold. And everyone has their little groups, their cliques. And if you belong to these super, uh, uh, groups and cliques, you're probably on the left authoritarian side or you're on the right authoritarian side. And honestly, I think these people, who, us same people, these people who are not authoritarians, who want to be left alone, I will sit back and forth and watch them do what they're doing to each other. And we should be sneaking in while they're all distracted. <laughs> yeah, we should be sneaking in, but we can't tiptoe that far because they got guns. Oh, my God, they got guns. They might they might pick up the gun and point it at me, which means if I think they're going to point it at me, I can shoot them. Isn't that the stupidest argument? I've heard? That is the stupidest argument I have heard all day. Yes, I'm talking about the Perry, the, 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 the Perry conviction. And how how a lot of conservatives have decided that oh no well um he he had, he had the gun in a threatening position it looked like he was going to point it at me listen let's keep this, let's keep this one hundred thousand let's keep it Woodrow Philando Castile that cop thought Philando Castile it looked like he was reaching for a gun and he got shot dead. Duncan, it looked like Duncan Lip was pointing a gun at the uh, at the Baltimore uh, uh, County Sheriff's Department. It looked like he was pointing a gun. He got killed, right? So we can't go down this line talking about it. It looked amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better learn more at managementconcepts.com that's managementconcepts.com Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers like and then think it's self-defense i'm sorry what what world does that work in you you know what's really messed up about it too is that i I believe people have the right to defend themselves they do i do not believe that people have the right to deliberately create a situation in which they might have to shoot somebody and then claim self-defense afterwards Right. That's what happened in the yeah. Daniel Perry case. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that people aren't looking at this reasonably. And I'm not saying that if you're reasonable, then you'll just agree with me. I think that there are reasonable people who can look at the facts and say, you know, I think maybe he got a raw deal. 
the problem is that I can tell that people aren't really doing that. Some are, but in general, people are just going with the side that they think that people, they, they're going by what their team says. Like anybody who says, oh, this Soros-appointed DA uh, railroaded this guy, I'm like, okay, yeah, just like you said, Rob, they were repeating lines. Soros-backed DA has become yep. a buzz term. And, and I'm not saying that the DAs that Soros supports are good. They're not. But they should be looking at the facts of the case. They should be reading about it in multiple sources because with this particular story, left-wing media and right-wing media both left shit out that the people need to would left facts out that would have gone against their narrative. Yep. But they know that their audience isn't going to check and see what all of the facts are. The, the influencers know that if they say certain things and if they frame things a certain way, nobody's going to check what nobody's going to check what they're saying. I mean, they, they, all these conservatives are saying, "Oh, he was just an Antifa BLM guy, and, and he hates police or whatever." No, the guy was a libertarian. And you know what? I didn't even know he was a libertarian until later yesterday. I was already arguing on his behalf. I thought he was a leftist, but his political affiliation does not influence how I view the situation. Right. And the problem is that we don't have enough people mm -hmm. who are thinking that way. We have gotten to this point to where they're basically checking the political affiliations of everybody involved before forming their opinions, and they're forming their opinions based on that. Like you brought the, the insurrection. I brought up Ashley Babbitt on Twitter, uh, I think it was yesterday or earlier today. Everybody knows, everybody, that if Ashley Babbitt, that had been Black Lives Matter, doing January 6th, and if Ashley Babbitt was a part of that group, got shot in the neck and killed, conservatives would not be rallying to her defense. They would not be supporting nope. her family. And, and it, that goes to the left, too, because <laughs> Democrats became very much about back the blue no matter what they do when it concerned somebody who might wear a MAGA hat. They were wearing thin blue line right. shirts. Well, I'm, I'm exaggerating. They weren't. But they might have well. They might have as well, well as been. Yep. But, yeah. But if you flip the, the perceived political affiliation of the Daniel Perry case, if you flipped it, you would have a totally different responses from both sides of this. This is tearing our nation apart. And while people are doing this, who's getting power? Who is amassing power? The elite, mm -hmm. the authoritarians on Team Red and Team Blue. They're yep. working together, shaking hands, laughing as they use the government to get more power and to enrich themselves and their friends. And we need to wake up. And I don't know what it's going to take, but we need enough people who are going to be able to wake up and use this to push for liberty. Like, like Donnie said, while you guys are fighting, we can be pushing for liberty. If we have enough people to create a tipping point, then while the, the regular folks are distracted, then that's when we can make our move. Because that's right. what the elites are doing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I was going to add to that, too, right? If we just if we take the political affiliation away a second, right? Whatever whatever crayon they're chewing on that day, right? When people hear BLM, they are instantly triggered to think a certain way. Instantly triggered, right? Now, now the, the, the Garrett, right? Garrett Foster, yes, he was a libertarian, right? He was part of the Boogaloo Boys, right? And, and, and he, you know, he stood with Black Lives Matter. But because forget the libertarian part, forget right the boogaloo part. 
Hales with BLM. Oh no, he's one of those. He's one of those. Le- no, and then from there, right? People have this, this the perceived deduction of oh, he's BLM. He's going to be violent. He's going to you because know, remember remember one of the comments in the threads we're in is like it was a criminal mob and you know they were probably running around burning shit. They didn't touch anything in Austin. They sure didn't. They did not burn not yes. one thing. Did not destroy one thing in that city. During that protest, but these people and over multiple protests, yeah, and these people just automatically assumed BLM. Oh, they're about to trash the city. Come on, y'all! Like again, it's going back to the reasonable people, right? Thinking this through, yeah, okay. BLM did things and it affiliated did shit in the past in Minneapolis and Albuquerque and Columbus and all this stuff. But that does not mean that's the precedent for every incident. Right. Anybody with with a couple brain cells to rub together twice on Sunday. Right. Knows not every situation will be the same way. Right. You know, so now here we are. Right. When we say like there's more to this than what it is. Right. And then we went through. Right. And we saw the, the, the camera shot right before the kid got shot. Right. The rifles pointed down. Right. The stock, the, the stock of the rifle is pointing up in the air past his shoulder, right? So I want to know, I want to know how was he a threat at that point? And then he turns around and says, when in their interrogation, I didn't want him to point it at me. So I shot him. I'm sorry. Look, I'm going to keep this all the way real. If we're going to, we're going to start doing this. No one better ever, never, ever carry a, a rifle ever again, because you are setting a precedent that says, oh, since I have my rifle, if I stand a certain way, I'm subject to be shot. Hmm? I'll tell you this too, because I, I mean, I'm in Austin. I went to a bunch of those protests. I filmed a, a bunch of them and a lot of them had people with rifles. There were a lot of people with rifles on both sides. And guess where they would have their hands? They would yep. have them on the rifle. Yes. And that's to keep it from flopping around while they're walking around or whatever. Everybody did. Garrett Foster had one hand on the banner that he was holding with somebody else and mm-hmm. one hand on his rifle. He was carrying Correct. it the way I've seen all these people carry their open carry their rifles. And, to, and my thing is, Daniel Perry knew those protests were going on. Everybody did. Yep. He deliberately turned into there. Ran the red light. They make it sound like look, yeah. look, he ran the red light. Yeah. And and they're making it sound like Garrett Foster went and swarmed the car. No, he basically drove up to where Garrett Foster is. Now other people did swarm the car because they didn't know what he was doing. And he actually said, Everybody back away. So to me, he was trying to cool the situation down. And, and got shot for it. So to me, that this case is not what conservatives are making it into. There weren't, mm-hmm. there weren't a bunch of riots. Most of the violence I saw came from the police. Right. Pepper spraying. I got pepper sprayed twice. Not directly, but I got a Oh, that's right. You were there. That's right. Yeah. You were there. That's right. I, was, I, wasn't there for, I wasn't there for this incident, but I was there for a bunch mm-hmm. of the other protests that mm-hmm. night. And yeah, it, was a, it was a little rowdy, but it was nowhere near close to being a riot. Right. And it is, and it's those guys, little things. Yeah, go ahead, Ms. Donnie. Go ahead, honey. And this is where people have lost their humanity. You know, when you don't care that somebody has lost their life and been murdered by somebody because they're not on your team. You don't think they're on your team. 
And it, my thing, it doesn't matter what team they're on. That's a human that lost their life. We have a right to life, right? And so these this side that is pro-life, right, that, that screams we like liberty, you know, protect our property, they don't care about that because they assume they're doing something because someone told them that. And a lot of these people characterize themselves as uh, conservative Christians. And, and then how is this any different, you know, by thou shalt not bear false witness on your neighbor, on that neighbor. So when you sit there just because you don't like somebody because you think they're a BLM person, you think that you're going to be judged properly? You start judging everyone every single day, posting stuff, the degenerate the, the, the stuff on your all's pages. I don't even see the left doing it. They're posting and stuff, judging people every day. But you can't, they can't do something so simple as to not lie on their neighbor because it, it, doesn't, cause it, it benefits them politically. Mm-hmm. And then you all remember when that black man had ran over those people during the holidays, it was acceptable to go through the social media platform and see what he's talking about or go through his text messages to tie the case together. But it's not acceptable when Daniel, when he was texting people, he wanted to kill these people and then turn around and did it. Mm-hmm. That's not enough evidence of motive. Yep. So you're more making excuses for somebody because you're on the same team. And I got something d- else d- to say, too. Greg Abbott, within 24 hours, you're talking about parting a man for murdering somebody. Yep. And people are like, well, some people, some people want to be like, oh, I'm not going to pick a side. It's fuzzy. We weren't there. We were in the courtroom. I'm telling you right now, Jeff, if I were to text you and say, oh, we got to pop off Rod, and I go pop off Rod, and I say, it was in self-defense, who's going to believe me? Where's the common sense yep. in this? Where's our humanity? That, it, that, and and these people, these are the same people that want the government, you know, today's the day you're supposed to be thanking Jesus for saving us, but the government, people will always run to the government as their God to save them. And they pick their factions and the side they want to be on. Y'all picking evil back and forth and wondering why we're in the place we're at today. People don't have any humanity or mercy for anybody else that's living. Look, here, 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 and you, 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 you're right, Miss Donnie. Here's the thing, right? And we gotta pay, we gotta pay some bills real quick in a second. But the thing is, is when that individual text his friend, right? Because we've seen the text messages, right? And he said, "I might have to shoot a few people tonight." I'm sorry. Your self-defense at that point goes out the window. Absolutely. Right. Right. It goes out the window because, listen, I am a responsible gun owner like the majority of the people. I have a responsibility to make sure I do not put myself in a situation where I know I may have to fire. I, I, I may need to fire my firearm. Right. This guy knows this protest is downtown. Oh, okay, they're protesting downtown as BLM. Maybe I shouldn't go through that area from what I've seen. Maybe I need to keep myself safe, right? Any again, mm-hmm. any responsible gun owner would avoid situations, right? Regardless if you're Uber or not. Okay, we gotta reroute this GPS because they're 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 protesting through town. We don't want to go through there, right? Because think about this a minute. If you had a passenger in your car, right? This the, the safety of that. If 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 that if that that demonstration, right, could have been that violent, you have a duty to protect your passenger, and you're gonna drive th- try to drive yep. through it. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, all that all that other noise people talking about goes out the damn window at this point. When he said, "I might have to shoot a few people tonight." 
I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? And I'll That's tell a- you. I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you. And I'll tell you. Uh, you know, I'll get into this after we get over the, over the ad break. The, there was there was worse messages in those. In oh, those I know. Conversations. Oh man, <laughs> they were they were horrible. Yeah, so we we got to run and pay bills real quick. So y'all already know what to do. Get your cheese, wine, and crackers. Let's do the thing. Make sure you hang out through the little break. We're gonna come and have some more of this fired off conversation here about this whole parry thing and all this good stuff. So make sure you do the things. Come back and we'll see you here in five minutes on Chasing Life, Liberty, and Monarchy. Legislators receive an invitation. I'm Joe Chiro, Fox News. President Biden has invited three Tennessee state lawmakers to the White House, including two who were expelled from office. State Representatives Justin Jones and Justin Pearson were expelled by the state house's Republican majority Thursday after leaving protests inspired by the Nashville Covenant school shooting, which killed six people. Pearson says removal was a power grab. In order to be able to dictate and control what it is that their majority black populations and progressive populations Jones says this is not the end, but the beginning. Their decision to expel us is not the ultimate authority, but that the people will hold them accountable. Both appearing Sunday on NBC's Meet the Press. Fox's Kevin Uresky. China's military simulated a strike on Taiwan in a second day of military drills around the island. Texas Republican Congressman Michael McCall on NBC's Meet the Press. China's going to try to influence this next election and take over the island without a shot fired. China claims Taiwan as part of its nation. Gas prices went up 14 cents a gallon over the past two weeks to a new national average of 3.66 a gallon. This after OPEC announced a reduction in production. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg. We can see that there's at least another 10 or 15 cents waiting in the wings that have not even been passed through as refiners took a hit on not passing it all through to their customers. Cheyenne, Wyoming with the lowest average price per gallon at 311. San Francisco with the highest at 490. Florida authorities yesterday arrested a third juvenile in connection to the killings of three teens in rural Marion County around the end of March. The Marion County Sheriff's Office says 16-year-old Taj Bruton was arrested just south of Groveland, Florida. Two other juvenile suspects, including a 12-year-old, were already in custody. America is listening to Fox News. New from the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Dana Perino. Join me for season three of my limited time podcast, Everything Will Be Okay, based on my best-selling book of the same name. Make sure you subscribe to this series wherever you download podcasts and leave a rating and review. More help is needed across the central part of the U.S. amid recent outbreaks of deadly and destructive tornadoes. Deadly tornadoes have ripped across the U.S. in recent weeks, including an EF3 tornado that flattened parts of Little Rock, Arkansas, an EF4 that badly damaged east-central Mississippi and took 16 lives, and an EF2 tornado that struck southern Missouri last week and with relief efforts underway in multiple states. We're just seeing a lot of devastation, a lot of shock. People not really knowing what their next step is going to be. American Red Cross spokesperson Lori Arnold Ellis on Fox Weather asking for help. Fox and its employees have also donated over $1 million to the American Red Cross for Southern Tornado relief efforts. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. The Grammys salute the American treasure known as the Beach Boys. Fox's Michelle Polino reports. 
legendary Beach Boys are celebrated in a Grammy salute to the Beach Boys, airing on CBS and on demand on Paramount+. Plus. Members of the band will be the featured guests as a star-studded lineup of musicians performs the band's greatest hits at the iconic Dolby Theater in Los Angeles. Their harmonies and their songs yeah. and their energy, and it's just perfection. Little Big Town, Hanson, John Legend, Brandy Carlisle, and more are among the performers that take the stage in addition to special appearances by Drew Carey, Tom Hanks, Elton John, Bruce Springsteen, and John Stamos. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Some Ukrainians marked Palm Sunday with a service inside the country's most revered Orthodox site. It was the first significant religious service in the refectory church of Anthony and Theodosius since monks residing there were evicted for alleged links to Russia. Today's service was peaceful with some police presence near the entrances. I'm Joe Chiro, Fox News. and proud podcast series looks at acts of bravery and strength by women and in the first season we'll look at women who played important roles in the civil war episode one in this first episode we will look at how the outbreak of the civil war changed the lives of women their status altered their roles and gave them new opportunities in the process we'll hear about their motivations love money patriotism. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts via Apple Podcasts, and Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on Amazon Music. Welcome back. Liberty Defenders, Chasing Life, Liberty, and Minarchy. Y'all already know we in the building with Mr. Jeff Charles and Ms. Donnie Dedon. We talking about all the things, but specifically we talking about this old um, uh, Perry case here. But before we get back into that, I'm just, I, I want to say one thing and I'm going to piss the whole planet off. When you had the Vice President of the United States coming to Nashville, Tennessee, and not to talk to the families that were victims of a, a mass a, a mass shooting in a school, one of them being a brother. Mm-hmm, I thought Black Lives Matter. But anyway, I digress. And um, come to only speak to the Tennessee Democrat delegation right? that had assembled, right? They had assembled like Transformers and on, on Omicron and Cybertron and, and, and overnight, just overnight, they just assembled. There was over like seven, eight hundred Democrats sitting there in Nashville, Tennessee, out of nowhere, elected officials showed up to hear Kamala Harris speak about the the, the, the current new orators of the Democrats party acting all aristocratic and all. Um, but anyway, I digress. Um. And then turn around, the president of the United States invites these cats to the White House. Include, and he, 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 check it out. He even invited the white girl that went expelled. <laughs> oh, bruh. <laughs> do we live, do we live in bizarro world or what, bitch? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know all that. Oh yeah, it just happened today. I just I just caught the thing the, like an hour or so before uh before we came for before we started the show. It came. I was like, Bonded, what? Oh heck no. We gotta stand for democracy. We don't live in a democracy, Beth. Thank God we don't. Mm mm. On God. Mm. 
But anyway, what 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 I what I was, they continued on the conversation with the, the Perry case, right? Here's the thing, right? Like I said before, before we went to break, you we we have a responsibility as gun owners not to put ourselves in situations that they, that may have us use our firearm, right? If you know a situation somewhere, it's like it's like having a firearm. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And rolling up in the hood knowing there's going to be gunfire. Would you put yourself in that situation? To have to potentially use your firearm? No. You ain't doing that. You ain't doing that. God. But, God, no, that's like actually, 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 this, this what he did. It was like him wearing gold chains, pulling up in his big old Rolls Royce or whatever. And in an area where you know he's gonna get robbed, outside the trap house. Like that, like, <laughs> he pulled up to the yeah, trap like, house. <laughs> right, and it's like, please come rob me and shoot me, you know. But the thing is, that wasn't even what he was rolling up into. That's what he was hoping. Cause that's what his brain was thinking. That's why mm-hmm. he was so angry. Yep. You know, and so he, he had to interject himself. And, no. And it's just like, why, why? No, you no, know, and it's just like you know they they talk about him, him being a vet and all this stuff too. This 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 hero worship, this statism worship. But but look look Miss Donnie though. But look like. But look though, Miss Donnie, check it out though. Right here's the thing. Right, and, and here's where I'll side with Mister Perry on. Right, because the American people for the last six years has been gaslit. Right over this B, the, the the BLM protesting, the blocking of the roadways. Right, which is a violation of constitutional rights. Especially if it's on an entryway to an interstate, we we can't we 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 can't just nullify the privileges and immunity clause in the Constitution because it suits fit for your political agenda, right? We we you know what I mean? What, what's that? What's that saying? My rights begin where yours end, right? You have all the right to protest, but that's where it stops. If you impede my progress, you are violating a constitutional right. You're violating a natural right of mine to freely move around. So you need to get out the way. But anyway, I digress from that, right? But the people have been gaslit so much by BLM and and what they and and I'm gonna call it what it is state sponsored violence, right? We, we just we call a spade a spade. Yep. That that whole summer of love and all that is state sponsored violence, right? And mm-hmm. people are mad. People are mad because. Perry went to that situation. I'm going to, you know, again, I'm going to sit in the seat with Perry a second. Right. And like, damn, there's a protest downtown. Damn, I might I might have to do something I shouldn't have to do. Right. 
thinking in his seat after what he's been told and what's been propagated to him over these years and no one being held accountable for it. That's the other part. Right. Because people want accountability for people's actions. Unfortunately, the, 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 the other side of the legal paradigm did not fall in his favor in this situation. But again, he set himself up for this one. Going back to the actual facts of the whole thing. He set himself up for this. He did. And it's all documented. And that, yeah, he did. And there's evidence that he did so deliberately. Because here's my thing. When all that stuff was going on, Rod, there are at least two occasions where I was driving home. Um, at one point, I was driving on the side street right next to the 35, and it was right when dusk started, so that's when the protest would start, and all these people came, were coming out into the streets, and they were crossing over, and they were trying to get to the interstate. Now, was that right? No. No, it wasn't, because you're right. You can't impede somebody's progress. But you know what? When I saw that flood of people, and uh, the other people next to me did in other cars, I just stopped. I let them pass on through maybe three minutes, and I was on my way. I'm not going to drive into them. I'm not going to kind of go slow and hope that they move out of the way. I let them pass. Because the thing is, we have to remember, too, this group on that night with Garrett Foster, they weren't stationary. They weren't standing there blocking traffic. They were marching. It was a moving crowd. All he had to do was sit and wait for maybe two minutes because it was at the end of that procession, and there weren't a ton of people there. There were a lot of people, but there weren't as many as I've seen in some of those protests here in Austin. And they would have went by, and then he could have made that turn or went, or went somewhere else. So my thing is, most people did that. They just stopped and let him pass through, and then they just went. He chose to go into that, into that crowd. And, and I don't think he was trying to run anybody over because he wasn't going fast enough for that, but he, he zoomed in, he stopped, and then people started swarming the car. Garrett Foster didn't swarm anything. He was at the back. So if anything... Perry drove up to where Garrett Foster was. And again, he was holding his rifle the way everybody was holding their, their, their rifles. Uh, they, he was open carrying, which is illegal in Texas, and it's interesting seeing conservatives arguing against open carry all of a sudden. But here's the thing. In one of the text messages, uh, it was a Facebook messenger exchange with one of his friends named Michael Holcomb, and he was basically talking about putting himself in a scenario where he might have to shoot somebody. And his friend tried to talk him out of it. He said, you know, we went through the same training. I went through the training, too, and I was told this exact same thing. Right. With Texas law, you don't put you, – if you deliberately put yourself in a situation to where you have to shoot, it's a bad shoot. Yes. So it's, it's one thing if you just drive into the hood and somebody tries to steal your car and you shoot them. Okay. I mean, now I stay away from the hood because I know I have a gun and I don't want to shoot somebody. But at the same time, I have the right to do that. But I'm not going to purposely agitate a situation – and then shoot somebody who gets agitated because I agitated them. The law doesn't cover that. And I, I, I really Correct. believe that's what the jury found. Now, we don't have the transcripts of the case yet, so I don't know all the evidence that they were presented with. But I think that that's the decision that, that they came to. As a gun owner, you have to be responsible. You don't, you don't deliberately create a situation where you might have to shoot somebody. You don't go when you're concealed carrying up to some, some drunk guy and say, uh, your mom is fat and whatever, and try to provoke him and then shoot him when he, when he comes after you. Yeah, you have the right to defend yourself, but you don't have the right to create a situation. It's kind of like the, the George Zimmerman case. He created that yep. situation. Yes, he did. Which is why I think he shouldn't have gotten off. But, right. he, but he did. But in Texas, in this case, he, he did not. If you're going to exercise your Second Amendment rights, you've got to do so responsibly. You have to do everything you can to keep yourself 
out of a situation where you might have to shoot somebody. That should always be a last resort. And I do believe that he was planning to do something like this at some point based on that text message exchange. That, that took place two weeks after this, or two weeks before this incident. So to me, when right. I see him drive into that crowd, I'm like, oh, yep, that, that's based on what, what was said. That's what he was trying to do. Yeah. So to me, I, I, I think he did deserve to, uh, to be prosecuted. Yeah, 100%. Miss Donnie? I'm going to say this. I think the big issue is I've, I've protested before. And one big issue is we do have a right to um, express our grievances to our government, you know, when they're doing stuff wrong. And I feel like we should have to ask permission. A big thing is, well, you, you go ask the police department for permission, and they give you basically that you all have permission, and they block off roads so, you know, it's hard for people to get where they're going to go. And that happens, and both sides do that. But the, the, the issue is if people start realizing who the actual problem is and the enemy is, you're not going to want to start blocking off the streets and blocking other people and getting into his way um, when you're trying to address something. You're going to go to who the problem is. Yes, the, the uh, police officers enforcing unconstitutional laws using deadly force to um, force someone else's opinion on that is a big problem. But how come people aren't protesting the people who are creating the laws that are being enforced for these problems? Or, you know, and I know this is not necessarily oh, a, a, a law issue here, but, you know, the whole thing with the BLM and, and, the, and the protesting and rioting, as I said earlier, people have been directed on what they should be outraged about and what they should be doing and how they should be moving. And if people were really serious about taking our country over and, and, and shrinking it, we go to the problem. The people who are sitting there creating these laws and then using the police departments and whatever ABC agency they have to enforce them, or even having groups who are not elected officials or never took an oath to an office or anything out there working as police as well with, with guns and badges mm-hmm. out there in other departments. Yep. So if people really are serious about these issues, go to the direct problem. And make sure they're not comfortable. You shouldn't be bothering someone who else else who's not doing nothing to you. Go to those lawmakers. And I know they don't listen because I've been these capitals. They say, well, I'm going to pass it anyways. I'm going I'm to put it on the floor anyways because we'll let the courts decide. So they don't care about you paying for court fees. They don't care about you paying for a lawyer. They don't care about your life being online so people can judge you on something that isn't even, shouldn't even consider a crime at all in the first place. And this mm-hmm. is a problem with our justice system. And, and everyone's looking at a solution that someone else sold them instead of doing their own research and thinking of a different solution on their own. And seeing for me, this, this for for me personally, that 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 situation is a scary situation, right? Because when I was back in mm-hmm. Utah, when I was back in Utah, right, I did a lot of speaking at the state capital steps. I even I even had my M4 with me, right. Have my M4, you know what I mean? We can open open carry rifles in Utah, right? I had my M4 with me, right? And I'll stand all kinds of different ways with my M4, right? Did that make me a threat? See, this is what scares me from open carrying my rifle. I mean, in Florida, you can't, right? But in Utah, Mm -hmm. you can. That's what would scare me because now someone thinks I'm a threat because I'm holding my gun a certain way, Right? It looked like, again, going back to what I do the scenario, it looked like dot, 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 dot. I had to defend myself. What? Regardless of the scenario, right, is regardless of the scenario that's going on, right, right, I can't apply 
every scenario I've seen to any future scenarios, right? I mean, the pre, you know, the 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 uh, 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 preconceived notions. You can't carry those. Yes, you can be leery, right, about situations, but you can't carry the preconceived notion because that preconceived notion can get you into deep trouble ninety percent of the time. Yeah, I mean, you look at what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse, and people are comparing the situation to Kyle Rittenhouse. Nope, not, not even comparable. Thing. Nope. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, and I, I stand where I stood then. Should he have been there? Probably not. Not because it was illegal, because he, he wasn't doing anything illegal. But he was putting himself in a situation where he might have to shoot somebody. But guess what? They attacked him. They actually attacked him. They tried right. to take his gun. Right. They beat him with a skateboard. He tried to run away. He did yep. everything he could before he started shooting. Correct. So with Rittenhouse, I'm like, okay, yeah, that was self-defense. You have the right to be a bonehead and go into an area with it and open carry if that's allowed. Mm-hmm. And, well, you really, it, it, there shouldn't be any laws against it. But it was there weren't any, so he was within the law, and th- that, that was different. That wasn't this case. Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't going there because he wanted to kill people. There's absolutely no evidence of that. There's no text messages. There's no social media posts. Like with Correct. The case, with Daniel Perry, he deliberately put himself in that situation. So that's what the difference is. And if you're telling me that I can't open carry a rifle during a protest because somebody might have the right to shoot me and claim self-defense, no, that, that, that's not that's not right. We got a huge problem. Okay. Yeah, Garrett Foster was exercising his Second Amendment right. He wasn't trying to shoot anybody. The rifle was pointed down. He was holding it, like I said, just like everybody else had been holding their rifles when I went to those protests, and you know what? That's what it was. Now, I don't agree with blocking off the street. I mean, because in Austin, no. you can actually set that up. Before, yeah, you can set that up beforehand, and the police will actually get there before time. They will block off the street. Mm-hmm. They will put up the sign, and then you can march in the street and, and, and do what you got to do. I went to a bunch of those, too. E- even like the March for Life, which is conservative. It's pro-life. They set that up beforehand, and they blocked off the street so that they can go, so that we can go, in March, that there's ways to do it. But still, it doesn't mean that if you don't do it that way, then somebody gets to drive into your to your crowd and then shoot you because you have because you're holding a rifle. Hey, look, Jeff, uh, all, all, all the political subdivisions in the United States have an ordinance or a, or a law um, that says that pedestrians have right away on roadways. Mm. Right. See, see, that's true. That is true. right here. That is here, true. except yeah. now that law does not apply to interstates and the ramps on and off because that's 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 under the jurisdiction of federal law, right? Now, right. right? So if someone's walking in the street, it could be twelve people in the street. They have right of way. Period. Regardless, they got right away. Mm-hmm. So people have to. Yep. We have to. People have to th- think this through all the way. I mean, yeah. Gr- I mean, and that's one of those safeguards that we have. So people, you know, people will think twice before trying to mow people down in the crosswalk. And that's why they have jaywalking really? laws, right? Because if you're walking outside of the crosswalk, right, and putting yourself in danger, right, then guess what? You you're a bonehead. You should get you should get a ticket for that. You're being a bonehead right now. What was you going to say, Miss Donnie? Sometimes Daniel went to Walmart and then had to wait on people who were rude and just walking from your vehicle, like, and don't look both ways. 
and did not try to run his car into them and shoot them. Mm-hmm. Because that, that goes back to that motive. Like, he just what he wanted. Because yep. how many other instances does that happen regularly where it is annoying and it's frustrating when people just do that? And honestly, if, if the law was flipped, they would be more cautious and not walk in front of moving vehicles. But right. the thing is, he went there. And so, like, like, I, like I said earlier, you guys, the, the thing is, the biggest problem, and I think how we can solve it, is people stop looking in the wrong direction, looking at each other as enemies and not looking at each other like human beings on this planet and right. realizing that the government is a R- big reason why we have these problems. Yep. I don't really see anything happening if people keep on this tit for tat and going back and forth. And, you know, I, I told y'all know I used to get um, super mad at girl at one point. And then I would, like I said, I've been in those protests and I've been in those marches. Those guys carry um, open concealed rifles. So what's the difference? It's the same thing like Jeff I said earlier. The problem is it's about team blue, team red, and it doesn't matter what they do. And my, my big issue with the conservatives are they claim to be, a lot of them claim to be Christians and claim they've read the Constitution. and But their actions don't show that. And so it's like, dang, so you're calling them mindless on that side, but then what are you? Because you're literally, like, letting someone loan your brain out and then put stuff in it and you just spit it out regardless of you looking into yourself. I have literally given people a link and, and the evidence for them to look at from a different perspective, and they refuse to look at it because they want to keep their narrative. They don't want to be wrong. I, can, I admit when I'm wrong. But how come people can't just admit they were wrong? We're humans. We're not perfect. Right. But, because people don't have good intentions. A lot of people don't have good intentions, and that's why we have this evil government we have today, because a lot of people are evil, and they don't care about other human beings. They just pretend to. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and I'm glad that you brought up, Donnie, earlier, when you brought the humanity of that, of, of this whole situation. People, politics has become so important that it's more important than humanity. Like, I can respect somebody. I saw a few people saying this. I, I, I can respect somebody who says, you know what, I think he was in a position where he had to defend himself, but that, was, that whole situation was messed up and a man died, and, that's, and it's just really sad. Like, like, at least they have a sense of humanity saying, you know what, I, don't think it, I, I wish it wouldn't have gone down that way, even though I think that he was in the right for defending himself. But it's sad that he died because he was probably a good guy, and he was. He was a good man. I, I learned more, a little bit more about him. He was a good guy. He wasn't there to hurt anybody. And it was just, even if I sided with Daniel Perry, I could still recognize that was a man who was a good person. He wasn't trying to commit a crime. He wasn't trying to hurt anybody. And it was a messed up situation. But most people aren't even going there. They're, they're, they're demonizing this person. I mean, he had, he, he had a wife. And, he, and, he, and from everything I heard, even um, before this whole trial thing, because I went to a protest where they had a little, uh, uh, a little uh, uh, monument to him, and I learned more about him. He's like, yeah, he loved his wife. He loved people. And I'm just like, you know, I don't know. Where, back then, I didn't know where I stood on it because I didn't know all the facts. And I'm like, this is just a really sad situation that a guy lost his life just because he was, he, he was protesting. And now we don't even see each other as human. And, and, that's what these, and that's what the elites want. That's what the politicians want. That's what the government wants. And they don't even see that they're doing it. They're just like, oh, no, only Democrats do that. No, bro. You're doing it, too. You are no better than them. You are two sides of the same coin, and you all need to wake up. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I can I couldn't have said that any better myself. I mean, you know, we we have to. I think we've lost the we. I, I think you know what I really think, and this is going to be out for for a lot of people. Um, I think we've gotten too wrapped up in individualism that we we we've allowed humanity to go to the wayside as a as a, as a collective society, right? Because when we when 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 we've stopped valuing life in the womb, all the way to the tomb, right? We we are we are stuck somewhere, and, and and I really I really think individualism to a degree is a part of that, right? Because I mean, look, I mean, and I don't want to talk about the the abortion thing, but I want to bring up one thing, right? The left uses the uh, the libertarian argument of evictionism to get rid of a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Like oh, oh it's self defense. Right, and I'm sitting here and listening to people that use that argument. I said, so you're using evictionism, saying that the baby is violating you. That that's not how this works. That's not how this that's not how this argument works. Right? When you started saying that the baby is harming you, right, and I have to get rid of it in self defense, your humanity's already gone out the window. Yeah, I mean, I they dehumanize people. They they dehumanize the the baby and say, "Is that a baby? Oh, is this a fetus? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that a living organism?" They, it's a they, clump they of cells. That. I said, and I, and I go after some people too. I said, "See, that's the same thing they did with slavery. They dehumanize people and try to deem them as not human beings, so they can make themselves feel okay, like they weren't doing something wrong." And so here we are today um, with the politics on both sides, dehumanizing each other. They put you in a collective group. Oh, you belong to this group. You don't matter. You see the the conservative posts and the bad man, uh, black man, bad porn all the time. Oh, do y'all see a pattern? But y'all want people to go to your side. Um, mm-hmm. you're trying to put a whole group of people together for a few videos you're putting on social media, and most of them are old. And so it, it comes to this group of going after each group, and then like it's oh, the, the elites are loving it. They're eating it up, and there's inner stake. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers and laughing at us. Y'all think they don't like each other, but they love each other. So if they didn't love each other, they both wouldn't be here. They both will not still be here. But they right. are. Even after a civil war, they're both still here. Yep. You're exactly right. 
You are exactly right, Miss Donnie. Mr. Jeff, we got to roll this thing up. Any last words for the good people, the Liberty Defenders out there? You know, I would say, you know, when you're looking at situations like this, take the politics out of it as much as you possibly can. Look at the facts. Or even if it's not a story like this where somebody dies, even if it's like a policy that somebody's proposing, take the party out of it. The policy isn't good just because your team is putting it forward. Look, analyze the bill, look at both sides of the argument, and make your determination. We, and the last thing I'll say in that vein is that we have to stop thinking that the other political party is our true enemy. Now, I know left and right have disagreements, strong disagreements, stuff that should be debated vigorously. But the Democrats aren't your enemy. The Republicans aren't your real enemy. It's the state. It's the authoritarianism. It's the statists who want to violate your liberties. Once we realize that, I don't care if you're more left or more right, that's when we can start moving forward because we can start attacking some of these things that the government is doing that it knows it shouldn't be. And by the way, the government abuses the left and the right. See, people on the left think that the FBI only goes after their people and they leave conservatives alone. On the conservative side, they think that the FBI just goes after the right and they leave the left alone. I'm here to tell you, they go after both and they use the exact same tactics. The government is screwing us all. It's not screwing uh, one political affiliation more than the other. It's e it is equal opportunity for the most part when it comes to screwing us. And they don't want us to know that. That's why they've got the government, politicians, and the media telling us that it's really the other person who votes in a, in a different way. No, it's the people that they're voting for, whether they're Team Red or Team Blue. They are all working together to screw you, to screw your family, your friends, your neighbors, and even those who don't vote like you do. The more we wake people up to this, that's when we can start actually moving forward and protecting liberty. Mm -hmm. You're right. We, 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 and, 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 and that's why um, I, I love my Southern Liberty family, because a lot of a lot of them, majority of them, especially the, the regulars, and I give them praise for this all the time. They don't look at things from a partisan standpoint. Right. They 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 they'll do an introspection first. And then look outside of that and see, you know, kind of plug and play what's going on to to help them figure out what's going on before they're quick. I don't ever see any of them quick to jump to a conclusion automatically. Right. They'll talk through it. They'll piece things together. Right. And and and, and, and I'm, I guess I'm a, I'm a I'm a brag on myself a minute. Um. I've seen a lot of that. I think I've fostered a lot of that with the Southern Liberty family, right? And got people to just stop a second and be like, look over here a second. Before you get there, look over here a second and see if you come to the same conclusion. And I love them for that. Uh, and it, it, it seems like when I see their social media posts and I see what they're posting, right, it's not so partisan hacksawish. It's like, okay, this is my conclusion based on this. And I'm like, there you go. I can't knock you for that hustle. Right, Miss Donnie? I'm going to say something 
just as some advice, a statement in a sense, that what I see going on in this country is too many people thinking, well, it's not happening to me, so I don't care. Um, it, it, they don't care until it happens to themselves or something they care about. And people got to start caring now. You know, a lot of these people that give praise, um, you know, when they talk about the founding fathers of this country, did not care until it happened to them. Um, mm-hmm. People had to fight their own battles on their own for a while until these these things started happening to the rich people. And so until people stop thinking, like, you know, in the sense they have a good point with this individualism and self-interest, and so you the people stop thinking, well, it's not happening to me. I'm not really too worried about it. They're going to keep this. is going to keep going on, and eventually it's going to hit you. It's going to hit everyone you care about and love, and it's going to be too late because then you'll have nobody to lean on. Because when we see it happening to one group, we should be standing up for them regardless of where they belong. Like, like Jeff said earlier, like myself, I did not know that he was libertarian at first. I saw an injustice, I, and it did not look right to me, so I spoke up. Regardless, right. I mean, some people won't do that because of their status. They don't want to get, oh, I might lose followers if I say this, if I tell the truth. Oh, I'm going to say this anyways because um, I'm going to get more followers and, and people are going to agree with me. When people talk, oh, you're going to ratio, I'm going to ratio you. I don't care if a bunch of morons don't agree with me. Y'all a bunch of morons. So we, we got to stop that. Now, I don't care until it happens to me mentality. Different groups haven't cared until it happened to them mentality. And then when someone says, hello, we've been trying to warn you and tell you it's been happening, oh, we don't care. We're the victims now. So don't let it don't let it hit you in your door and you're not prepared and you didn't sit there and help no one else and you'll be left behind yourself. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it's my hard time that... um. We have to, we have to get our, all of us have to get our ducks in a row, right? And uh, I'm not, I'm not advocating for any type of tribalistic mentality, right? But here's where we are. Here, here is where we are. It is us against the statist. And by yep. God, the statists are going to take us on down through there. Where we'll all be in chains, right? Frederick Douglass, Frederick, one of, one, one, of, one of his least known quotes, and he said it right. He said one, he, he said one that, that bounds to put a chain around someone's ankle will soon find it around his own neck. Mm-hmm. This, this is, this is mm-hmm. what the statist Oh, you got to comply, right? You got to comply. J- just like, right? Just like the, the, that, that one guy, Jeff, that one guy in the thread was like, well, he's not a conservative, so he's got to be a liberal. What? Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what statists do. Liberals are saying, oh, you're not a liberal. You must be a conservative. What? So there's, there's no room with the statist. There's no room. You either got to be on my team or you're on the other team and you're automatically the enemy. Right? And it, 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 just like you said, right? Binary minds, right, Jeff? Bi- uh, what would you say about binary, binary minds? Thinking. Yeah. They can't see anything else outside of the statism they've been taught and not realizing that who they're told is the enemy 
is also on their team. They're just wording it differently. Right? I mean, if, if we look at the conservative and, 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 and not even the liberal paradigm, look at the, the, the progressive paradigm a second, right? These cats say the same thing. They just word it differently to get you to comply, to push back and then comply. Just like, again, right? Defund the police, right? The progressives are like, we're going to defund the police. The progressives on the right, right? The neocons, they're like, oh, wait, no, we got to, we, we got to, we got to keep funding the police, right? Which, okay, yes, that's logical, quote unquote, right? Now, granted, we don't like a police state, but y'all play with me in this scenario a second, right? So we got to keep funding for these people to keep, quote unquote, law in order. And then the progressives on the left turn around and say, no, we're going to not only fund the police, we're going to fund them more, and then we're going to send them after you. Right? This is what they do. So they're saying the same thing. And, and guess what? When they, when, they, when they say, oh, we're going to fund them and send them after you, the neocons don't say a word. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Bars. Bars. Mission accomplished. Yep. Yep. That's it. And then now you're like, oh my God, the police are oppressive. Well, yeah. Well, y'all had a chance to be like, mm, well, um, we told you not to go down the road about funding polices and defunding polices and all that. And now they played the tip attack game on you. And guess who suffers? People like Tyree Nichols. Hmm. People like Laquan McDonald. Hmm. People like um, was that kid that that kid in um, yeah, Laquan McDonald, the guy, the the the, the guy with the knife, yeah, right. Guy, people like them suffer. The Tony Tempers suffer, right. The Duncan Limps suffer. Yes, yes, right. Daniel Saber. Yeah, Daniel Saber. They suffer because people didn't stop it when they were talking about we need to fund it more or defund. People should be like, y'all both need to shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and be done with the whole thing, right? But that's what statism does, right? That's what the aristocracy of statism does. And these people don't realize who they're complying to. It's like it's the same argument, right? Where you have people that claim they're anti-capitalist arguing for the capitalist agenda to get rid of capitalism. What? Capitalism is at its end. It's almost over. But the Klaus Schwab's are capitalizing off of you saying that message. What? Mm-hmm. What haven't people figured this out? Just like the right. Just like Jeff said, right? The buzzword, the Soros back DA buzzword. Meanwhile, Soros is still throwing money at Republicans like 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 poker chips. Hmm? People think Soros is just only funding folks on the left. But that's what they want you to do. Right? That's what they want. They want you to say, oh look, Soros is doing all this, but what about the Republicans? He done dished out money too. That's in Congress. That's in the Senate. That are in mayoral ships. That are on city councils. 
But people say, oh, no, Republicans will never take money from Soros. Right? They won't take no money from no Soros, man. He's the evil left man. He's the evil German Jew man. They won't take money from him. His money just as green it is to the right, to the Republicans as it is to the left Democrats. It's just as green. Hmm? <laughs> but we sitting here, right, folks sitting here looking at these folk here uh, pushing their agenda. Thompson, this is so bad, but they're profiting off of you. And in the end, they're still going to profit off of you. Hmm? <laughs> That's right. When 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 are our United States nationals going to wake up? When when are they going to actually going to wake up and see the statism they're advocating for? Even all the way down, right? Even all the way down to the racism bit. People don't understand that's a statist agenda. All the way around, because they keep you in perpetual mm-hmm. fear. Right, they keep you in perpetual fear of your life because of your skin tone. Ain't nobody out here doing drive by. Why ain't no white folk jumping into a pickup F one fifty pick 'em up truck to do drive bys in the hood, huh? Y'all let me know what brand the rednecks them is. I'm gonna be down there with video footage. See what I'm saying? Right, they got people, but then you have these same people talking about we gotta right. Take the guns away because they are a threat. And I'm sitting here like, wait, right? And I'm going to crayon box a second. You're white. And you're saying white supremacy is prevalent. Get rid of the AR when black people need the AR against the white supremacy. What? Mm -hmm. But then here we are with this scenario. Right? With the Perry scenario, right? This scenario is a perfect storm to take away all firearms. And people don't even realize what has been just presented to them and who's going to exploit it first to make it happen. I'm surprised it happened yet. I am too. Uh, it, it, it's an argument against open carry, isn't it? I saw some yes, it is saying that Garrett Foster should not have been open carrying during a protest. Hmm. And also, Democrats could be and Democrats could be pushing for red flag laws, like oh, he was he was sending these text messages. Well, maybe if they would have someone would have done something, it would prevent him from killing somebody. So they could have been using this argument for red flag laws. Yep, that's exactly yeah. it. That you're walking right in the red flag laws at that point. And Republicans will be on board with that because Republicans do support red flag laws. Well, we've seen yeah. that. I mean, look, state of Florida, right? The the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Act. Mm-hmm. Right? Red flag central. I'm talking, we're not talking about just the little pennant red flags. We're talking about the, the hurricane warning red flags with the black square in the middle. Fly like a mug. <laughs> right? That's what we're talking about. Right? And there's gonna be more there's gonna be more red flag laws that extreme that are gonna hit the books and stay houses. All yep. because of situations like this. And people will be and there and there goes your bipartisanship, right? There goes your bipartisanship, right? 
And then his something else I thought about too. How badly President did y'all see President President air quotes President Biden and his little tweet about ban assault weapons? Well, here's a good case for it right here. Yeah, that can be exploited. That rifle, he would have gotten shot, right? That's mm-hmm. just saying. Just saying. Hey, I appreciate y'all for coming through, Mister Jeff. Let people know how to find you, man. Let them know how to find you, bro. Yeah, you can read my stuff on RedState.com on Newsweek Opinion. And on my Substack, which is called Chasing Liberty, you can get me on social media at Jeff Charles Jr. Is that like Carl's Jr.? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> speaking of that, wait, speaking of that, speaking of that, hold on. <laughs> your boy, your boy Adam Coleman had me rolling. He called whole boy oh. that Justin, Justin Pierce, Martin Luther Nerd. <laughs> I was done. He called your boy Martin Luther Nerd. I'm like, man, look here, man, y'all is y'all done lost it. Y'all done lost it up in here. Y'all done lost it. Oh man, I I will. I love me some Adam Coleman. I know, right, man? He had me crying. I'm like, man, look here, man. You can't do this no more, bro. We we got to take your phone and computer away for a day. You can't do this again. Mm -mm. (laughs) Miss Donnie, let him know how to find you. Y'all can find me by typing in Donnie the Don, D-O-N-I the Don, on your social media platforms. And also um, my Substack and uh, my podcast are called Liberty or Else. So pretty much if you look over that hashtag, you can find my other stuff. And, yeah, Liberty or Else and Donnie the Don. And uh, appreciate you for having us on because we really need to have this conversation tonight. I was I've been wanting to talk about it. And I was really just so disappointed um, by these people's reactions. I'm so glad we had this discussion. No doubt about it. And I appreciate y'all for coming through. Hey, Liberty Defenders, make sure one thing, y'all stop back by tomorrow night, 9.30 p.m. We're going to hit some 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 federal legislation that's kind of out there. We'll let y'all know about it here in a minute on the Patreon as soon as we get it posted. Hey, look, everybody, thank you for coming through South Florida, Georgia, Utah, around the world, international stuff. Until next time, life, love, liberty, and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.